Hey ladies, welcome to Speak Life Project with Lex. I'm so glad that you stopped in. This is a safe place where we talk about all the things from real life topics, daily struggles, and most topics that most people don't want to talk about. And before we dive in, remember to like, subscribe, and share so that you can keep up with all the things that we're doing here at Speak Life. So today I'd like to talk about the joy of the season. And I know the rest of the podcast that I've been doing over the past few weeks, I've been saying tis the season this, tis the season that. So I guess for this one, I could also say tis the season or tis the reason for the season or something like that. (laughs) But I'll just keep it to joy of the season. And so I feel like nowadays... And maybe it's always been like this, but since I've been alive, (laughs) since I've been alive and as long as I've remembered for Christmas and around the season is that most of the times we take the joy out of the season. And when I say joy, I mean Jesus, like the whole reason for the season and us celebrating him, we take that very joy out of it because we're all caught up in the gifts and the, what can I get for my kid and how my kid needs the newest this and the newest that. And if I can't supply or get that, then I'm a failure as a parent or I have to hustle even more so to get those gifts and gifts, 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 and not really realizing that the whole reason for the season which sounds so cliche, I know, it could be a little cringe, but the whole reason for the season is to celebrate the birth of Jesus. And it's so funny because most people say that he probably wasn't even born around this time. I think it was in April or something, which is, which that'd be kind of weird. Like, could you imagine us celebrating Christmas in April? (laughs) But in this season is when our society chooses to celebrate Christmas. And of course the world's going to do that. I just, as Christians, we're getting caught up in what the world gets caught up in, which is the stuff and the materialism and the vanity and the, oh, I got to look good. I got to be good. I got to show that I'm good by the things that I give and the things that I have and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm trying to say is that we take out the very joy of the season. And we know that that word joy is something that God gives you that comes up from within right? It's not something that's conditional. Happiness is the thing that's conditional. You could be happy today and not happy tomorrow. You could have been happy yesterday, but not happy today. It's very conditional. It's like on a conditional basis. But with joy, it's something that comes from within that no one can take because it's from God. And so that very joy that we're supposed to have around this time, because we get to remember when Jesus was born and the life that he lived and all the things that come along with that up until his uh, his resurrection. And we choose to not to not even like recognize that anymore. And we do the day of. I know a lot of people have their traditions where they read the story or they do the advent calendar and blah, blah, blah. But most people get too caught up in the gifts. And so that's what I want to talk about is like the joy of the season. Is the season about gifts and what we want or is this season to bless others and to be thankful for Jesus, right? So, and I'm speaking to myself, guys, like I know that I'm not perfect with this. Like sometimes I can get caught up in all the things too, but I have to remember real quick and try to bring myself back down to reality. Like this is why we're doing this. So even with my own kids, they get all the toys that they want all year round. So even around this time, I want to start showing them how they can like, we can go to a soup kitchen and serve and, and give to others. Like 
If you're going to get more toys in, let's give toys to other kids first. Because that's what we want to be. We want to be the ones that's giving and not always receiving and taking, right? And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with receiving gifts around this time. I'm talking about the posture of your heart, the the posture of your motive around this time. That's what this whole thing is about, is are we posturing ourselves to be the one that's being the blessing to others? Or are we just waiting for a handout and waiting for someone to give us something and if they don't then we're holding we're salty about it holding a grudge because at the end of the day that's not what the season is about it's about the joy of the season which is Jesus so another thing that I want to bring up is that a lot of people a lot of parents they put this stress on them that's so much that I have to get this for my kids and if I don't then I'm a terrible parent I'm a failure I'm a terrible parent. I'm a failure. And that is a lie from the enemy because if the season is not about that, then you shouldn't be carrying a burden and worry and try to make something happen just to please your kid. And if you are in that place and where your kids are to that point that if you don't get them a certain thing, they're ungrateful, that means that unfortunately we were the ones that trained them up in that way. And I'm like, dang, I'm going in right now, but I don't, I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm just bringing light to the situation, but I am trying to be careful with that as well. Like, I don't want them to be entitled and be this bratty kids that are like, oh, I gotta have that now. And if I don't have it, it's the end of the world. And as parents, we got to make sure that we're training them up in the right way of remembering the whole reason for the season, which is Jesus. And it's the same for every holiday that we choose to celebrate. It's funny because (laughs) I'm, I love Christmas and I love the season of it. And I love the decorations and I love the parties and the gifts. And I love the smellings of the candles. And the only thing that I strongly despise is the snow and the cold. I cannot stand snow. I cannot stand cold, but I love everything else that comes along with it. And then I live with my husband, who's the opposite which when he says this, I kind of like laugh and I like roll my eyes and I'm like, whatever. But on the low, I'm like, he's right. And one day I even did some research. And so with Christmas, he's like, it was, this is a pagan holiday. And da, 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 da. And I'm like, here we go, Lance, whatever. But one thing about me and some others are like this. Some people are not. I always want to check with what people are saying. I always want to evaluate and make sure that I'm not ignorant to what's going on ignorant means that you just you don't know but some people choose to be ignorant they choose to not want to know because once you have the responsibility to know something then you have to take action on it because now it's a responsibility once you know because you know and you can't unsee it so some people choose to not know so that they could choose to just be blinded to the thing and it says that we have a responsibility once we do know the truth of something so he said, oh, pagan holiday, da, 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 da. And he always likes to burst people's bubbles with that. But I went and looked into it and I was like, bro, like that is the reason why we celebrated around this time and stuff is because it was a pagan holiday. And I think the Catholics tried to take it back, try to take it back and spin it off to celebrate Jesus and his birth and stuff. And so even some of the things that we use to decorate the trees and stuff is meant to represent that and half of me is like oh my goodness like I don't want to partake in that and then the other half is like but I love the joy of the Christmas season but then I'm like I don't want to be that person that chooses to be ignorant and try to like not see it 
because I want to like satisfy my flesh. And so I said all, all of that to say is I don't go as hard as I did before. Like before I was like, it has to be like this. And every day we have to do this and we have to get this activity done. Last year, I don't even think I did half the things. And it's not because I kind of just got lazy with it and gave up. It was more like, I'm not going to choose to be controlling and control this whole season to be perfect, to match what the culture is telling us to do, to match what the home shows is telling us that our home should look like around Christmas. I'm just going to do it to make memories with my kids, but also to point them to Christ because we should be pointing them to Christ in everything and every season and every holiday. And so I'm like, I'm going to use this opportunity to point them to Christ, to show them the story of his birth and what took place and what happens and also build those memories around that. And then also to give back to our neighbors and the people that can't give back to us to give to the homeless and give to the ones that can't eat and the less fortunate and then give to the kids that are orphans. So not everybody wants to do that, but I'm encouraging you to be the joy of the season, just like the one that we're supposed to be celebrating around this time. So that can look different for everybody. Some people live in the warm. You live in Florida right now and you're not experiencing the cold. And so your holiday stuff could look different than what it looks like in somewhere that's cold. But even just remembering someone that maybe they don't have a, a lot of money and you make a dinner for them one night for them and their family, or you know that they're not going to have gifts at all this year, or they don't have enough money to get their kids something. So instead of being the one to get all the big things and all the me, 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 my, me, myself, why don't you choose to find, and I'll speak it to myself too, guys. Why don't we choose to find a family to bless? There's like so many programs. They got that shoebox thing. I forgot what it's called. Um, Operation Christmas Kid or something like that. There's like all kinds of stuff that you could team up with in your church, in another local church if you don't have one, in a in the community, at a homeless shelter. There's all kinds of stuff that we can choose to do to help others and say, you know what? I'm going to spread this joy that I know and I'm going to show you the joy. I'm going to spread the love of Christ and then bless you. And be that light like I've been talking about in all these little mini Christmas series is or season, the, the Tis the Season series is that we can be a light, the light that we're all, we all know and that we all have in our lives. We can be that light to others around us in our community. Another idea, they be giving out those uh, care packages for homeless people so you can get together with a crew or just your family and go to the dollar store, go get some socks, toothbrushes, deodorant, just like daily needs that people want for hygiene or should have for hygiene. Some people may not want it, but they should have it. <laughs> so, and then throw some like non-perishable goods in there, like some snacks, some canned goods, like tuna and stuff like that. Tuna and crackers. You can't go wrong with that. But that's an idea too. And then write up a scripture that matches about being the light of the world or what Jesus did for them. John three sixteen. like you can get creative with it. You could write a scripture. You could be prophetic and write something that the Lord puts on your heart specifically for that person. You can find some kids or find a, a halfway house. You could find a battered 
women's shelter. There's all kinds of things that you could do. The sky's the limit. And go love on them. And there's even like hospitals where you can go love on babies around this time. Like there's so many different avenues. If you don't like adults, go love on kids. If you don't like kids, go love on adults. But wherever you are in this world, as you're listening to this, let's choose to be the joy of the season for those around us that can't give us anything back. That's like a true representation of Christ is giving to those that can't give to you. So instead of waiting for a handout, waiting for a gift from somebody, like I said, getting salty when someone doesn't give you anything, be the one to give because it says in the word it's better to give than receive anyways. And I'm a walking testimony of that as well. Like there were times where I'm like, nobody got me anything like blah, 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 blah. But then when I chose to be the one to give, I'm like, I'm going to bring that to somebody else. I'm going to bring that joy of the joy that I know to somebody else. And that smile that you see on a kid's face or on a parent's face that knew they couldn't provide for their kid in that time because they lost their job or something. And you were able to use your own money, your own time, your own resources to bless them with the gift. The smile that comes on their face, it's like, it's priceless. You can't even put a price on it. You can't even explain it. It's so beautiful. And that is like the the picture that I see when I see that scripture that says it's better to give than receive because you can literally make that happen for somebody else. And then maybe you are the one that can't afford anything this year, a gift or something. You can remember that it's not all about gifts. It's all about remembering Jesus and his birth. And so you can take the time to just be there for one another as a family and then pray that he does provide for you because he He provides for us. We don't have to worry about tomorrow. We just worry about today. And it, it, I love singing that song from Maverick City, um, Jaira. If he dresses the lilies. And it's so true. So whenever I try to find myself or whenever I find myself trying to worry or wonder how a bill's going to get paid or anything like that, I start to sing that. I'm like, if you dress the lilies and you make sure that the birds eat, we're humans and we're even more important than that. So why wouldn't God take care of us if he does that for them? And they don't even have to worry about tomorrow. So I think that if we can, not I think, I know that if we can keep our eyes on Jesus in the during the day, in the day to day and take it day by day and not month by month. Like, oh my goodness, I wonder how I'm going to make it next month. No, worry about today. Say, Lord, I don't know how it's going to work tomorrow, but I know who you are. And I know today you're going to provide for myself and my family. You're going to provide us with food. You're going to provide us with shelter. You're going to provide us with the things that we need for today. And the next thing you know, he provides for you for that day. Then the next day comes. I don't know how I'm going to do it, God, but I trust in you. Then he provides for that. You look back and you're like, wow, I don't even know how we made it, but we made it because he provided for us. And so many times when I was younger with my family, like there were times that we didn't have enough to eat food, but somehow, some way, someone would either come and bless us anonymously with money for food or We'd be able to get food from somebody. The church would provide groceries for us um, at the time the church we were part of. And so God will provide. You just have to trust in him. And it doesn't even help to worry. Like we be like sitting there worrying, having anxiety, working up a panic attack and all these different things when there's nothing that we could do to change it. We're just wreaking havoc on our body, allowing that stress to like get us all worked up for no reason when there's nothing that you could do about it. You can literally get worked up, have a panic attack, almost die 
because of worry, but that literally does nothing but just causes more stuff for you to go through. So if we can just choose to be laxed in those situations to get to the point where I'm like, you know what? I, I don't know how it's going to work out, but I'm not going to have a panic attack and die because I'm trying to control tomorrow when you literally cannot control tomorrow. You can't control. You can control your decisions and your reactions, but you can't control the outcome of what something is going to be tomorrow. You can't. What if you died? Like you just don't know. That's what I'm trying to say. And so we have to worry about the day that we're in to trust in him and to give him our all and he's going to provide. And so the story with my family, there were some days we literally didn't even have water and the water would turn on or our neighbor would be like, Hey guys, you want to come to our house and use our water? Like just crazy stuff like that. Like I grew up with that faith of seeing God every single time on time, never late, always providing for my family and I food. Like it was just, it was a miracle. And because of that, because I saw my parents trust in God and I saw them not give up, I stand on that faith today where I'm like, man, I don't know how that's going to work, but I trust in you. And then sure enough, every single time he comes through. So if you're that person that's needing in the season, remember the joy of the season and the reason for the season is Jesus. And we know that we can lean on him as our provider, but also remember all the things that he's done for us so that we can have everlasting life so that we can also be the light to others, not only through materialistic things, but also just by loving through you and through the words that you say and by sharing your story of how you overcame and how you got to meet your maker, your creator through the joy of who he is and his love. So I hope that this encouraged you and Remember to have a great time also with family and with friends and that we can still do all the fun things and all the, the what is it, the graham cracker houses? <laughs> I don't know why I'm having a brain fart right now. The gingerbread houses, the, <laughs> the uh, different crafts that the kids like to do and caroling and all the different things. We can still do all those things. I'm not trying to knock those things. I'm telling you, I'm one of those people that love to do all those activities, but I'm just saying, let's not lose sight of the true joy of what the season is about. And let's not turn it into what we can get or what we can make happen, but let's turn it into what it was meant to be, which is to celebrate Jesus and him coming into this world and the miracle of that in itself. So I know that this is going to encourage you and I pray that you have a rest great, a great rest of the day and rest of the week. I pray that you would be able to notice and see the joy of the season. I pray that if you are the one of the people that are worrying about tomorrow, that you would stand on the word and where he says that we don't have to worry. We don't have to have anxiety. We don't have to have fear. And I also pray that you would be able to give to others if you have the resources and the money and the finances to give. I pray that you would begin to get ideas on how you can bless those that are around you, that how you can bless the, the people in your community and how you can bless family members and friends and others that may have not, the have nots. And I just pray that you would... Father, that you would spark a joy in them once again if they lost that joy, if they lost the reason for the season, which is you, Father. I just pray that you would reignite that in them again 
and that this would be something that is meant to glorify you and everything that we say and everything that we do. In Jesus' name that I pray, amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to speak life always, and I will catch you next week. Bye.